Okay, I'm gonna record now. We can just have to. We just have to deal with this, okay? Like, anyway, we're just going on for hours and hours, talking to ourselves without recording it. We are recording it now, so we have to do it. God, imagine if we just released the episode of that we were just talking about. Everyone was like, "I am not listening to this podcast." <laughs> Who are these people? Who gives a shit about your weird friends and your dating habits? No one gives a shit. Fucking losers. <laughs> looking at our natal chart today. I got them printed and published. No, I got them printed. Authored? Authored? Created by Created. an astrologer yeah. on Etsy. And um, and if you want to do the same, go to faithfulphysic.com. There you go. She even has a website. She was very really kind when she when she gave me the things, so that was very cool. So and how much did it cost? Well, it was on sale at the time. Because it's my birthday. It was on sale, but quite expensive normally. So there we go. I've got two of them done. I wouldn't have had just your one done. That would have been weird. I need to get my one done as well. (laughs) Considering we have a podcast done, you know. But um, but I thought they're very professional and very nice. And I spent all the ink printing them and the paper. So you Mm. know, I went over Wilco and bought the papers. You know. The thing is, listeners, we are putting our time and money into that, so please give us some. <laughs> Fuck you, Queen. You know, we need the money. Oh, no, don't do that. Sarcasm. Don't Slash do that. Sarcasm. Well, you might get cancelled and we haven't even begun yet. But it's sarcasm. I've said it so many times. Yeah, I know. Sarcasm. Yeah, fuck Russia. Yeah, they are terrible. Well, I mean... Cuteness, but yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah Russia. Russia isn't. I'm sure they don't. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Shut up. <laughs> um, so, I'm a Taurus. That is my sun sign. And I, I am Leo Ascendant. Um, so, basically, I think I said in the other podcast that I'm generous, proud, and emotional. What is the, what's the three words that I correlate with your Libra Ascending? Uh, it is. Um... Charming, refined, attractive. Oh. In some manner. In some manner. <laughs> I love that. Not one that's appealing to humans, but you're attractive to someone. I love that. Attractive. Gracious, appealing, indecisive, cooperative, sociable. Oh, God. I agree with all these things. Creative, artistic, perhaps musically inclined, harmonious, and wanting to please others and not make rapes. Hmm? Maybe at the end of each... Paige, we can give a... Yes or a no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? No. Oh, okay. A kind of yeah. Yes. Okay, fine. For that one, yes. I think you've got half and half in there. Yeah. Mm. I do like to please people, but not really. I mean, I kind of don't actually <laughs> please anyone. Huh. Mm. I actually do the opposite of pleasing people. Okay. But I do like to be... Oh, it's so confusing. This is why you can't do astrology. There's, there's way too many clarifiers for simple statements. That's it. It's like, oh, I like to please people. Because I am like, I do like to be nice and I do like to be kind and I do like to be giving. But then when my dad was like, please, I hate the way you look. I'll give you a thousand pounds if you cut your hair. It's like, no. Mm. So, well. Well, that if assigns to your other part of your star sign, your sun sign, whereas like you don't want to be pushed around. But then we're two diametrically opposed things and it's like, well, You have man, this is what astrology is. Right, let's go. Next up, next page. Nailed it. 
big page report that's saying one of the it says um my spiritual lesson to learn is humility. I can understand that. Yeah, I totally get that. My positive traits. Wait, you mean you're not humilitable? I guess so. <laughs> As in like I put myself first a lot, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I'm not no need to do that. Maybe not. But I don't know. It's so difficult to tell, isn't it? One thing you think, oh yeah, no, I see that. And then when someone else is like, no, not at all. And I'm like, oh. Do you remember that time you got into a massive argument about a thing and then you apologise like loads and loads and loads? And loads <laughs> and I was like, oh, stop apologising. It's not that big a fucking deal. In fairness, you've done exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but my thing is not humility. So That's right. Okay, okay. Maybe not so much on that one. My positive traits when I'm dynamic and independent thinker, active and courageous. 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 That's it. Not courageous. That's the country. Well, didn't know the star signs could dictate where you were born, even if you want. Negative traits. I'm egotistical, intolerant, stubborn, and proud. I actually think the negative traits on this are actually quite. Accurate. Positive traits, maybe not so much. I do remember one night where we were hanging out and you literally didn't speak to me and it was just taking photos of yourself. And it was just us two. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, you were quite drunk. I, I mean, mean, it wasn't just a Nikki yeah. passed out. Oh, wow. Um, but it was like quite early on. It was like 11 by the time she passed out. So I was like, oh, it's cool. We can spend the rest of the night hanging out. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. After I take a million selfies. <laughs> Can we not just watch The Lord of the Rings? No. <laughs> and not show people us watching it? That's hilarious. And then I asked you about it the next day and then you apologised. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Humility. <laughs> Sun sign. Wait, I didn't do mine. Oh, sorry. God, you didn't. I'm really sorry. Sorry, uh, humility. With the, with the self-centeredness. There we go. I need to learn it. Uh, positive traits. Charming. Don't know anyone who would agree with that. Easy going. Everyone would agree with that, apart from the people who said stubborn. I think you're charming. I had someone say this to me the other day. Yeah. Uh, someone I work with. They're like, you have a weird charisma and you're quite charming. You do have a charisma. But you're also incredibly off-putting and awkward. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that kind of makes sense. This person was very truthful. Yeah, they were very drunk. It was like that last day. Anyway, um, and I'm an idealist, which I would very much agree with. Um, My negative traits are indecisive, Mm -hmm. resentful, yes, (laughs) easily influenced. Mm. Uh, No, I don't think so. No. no. You ever see me influenced by anything? I don't know. Sometimes, but it's more not on the stuff that associates with you as your core being. Is it and under more... the alcohol? Al- no, no. I was going to say more if someone was like, "Oh, let's go to this club," and you're like, "I hate clubs." But okay. Oh yeah, that's true. And manipulative, which I don't think I am. I don't think you are. My parents think I am, but really? fuck them. Yeah. I don't think you are. I bet you could manipulate people if you wanted to. I but... wish. But I don't think you are. I do want to manipulate people, and I can't. <laughs> which is the problem. I'd love to be manipulative. Just bad at it. So, my son profile. My son is in the 10th house. You may have a desire to attain success and power for the benefit of others, or seek success and power for yourself without thought of anyone else. See, that's what I don't get about these, so they're like very opposites. Like, you mm. both want to attain success and power. Sometimes, for other people, 
but sometimes to yourself. So I say probably for myself. But you want to shine and be recognised for your accomplishments. I get that, but then who doesn't? Again, she does have blonde hair. Yep, I shine. All blonde, blonde, shine. You want to be really good at something. Yeah, true. And there is a strong motivation towards succeeding in a career and or personal achievement. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You have the ability to inspire others through your example. I hope so. And you are ambitious and self... What does that say? I... What does that say? Can you read that? Um, and self-aggrandizement. A self-aggrandizement. What a cool word. I've never... Wow. Okay. Self-aggrandizement is possible. Uh, people in high places can help or hinder your career. I don't feel like that's anything to do with me. I feel that's just a statement. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, man, people who are powerful can influence Good. things. Fuck you over. Or help Thank you. God for the stars. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that people who are powerful are powerful otherwise. I love that. My son is in Taurus. Toins are generally strong, quiet, deliberate, practical exacting, determined, persistent, perceiving, compassionate and loyal. They like getting their hands on their work, building things, seeing tangible, practical results for their efforts. Results do not bother them as the end result in usefulness serves some concrete purpose. Possessions and, and material things are usually of great significance. This is because they don't feel emotionally secure unless they can see and touch the objects that they own. This intense need to possess and enjoy with the senses can drive taurines to be extremely productive or extremely acquisitive. Lesser evolved taurines can treat people as objects or possessions, thus leading to difficult relationships. Taurus people work at a slower place, a pace than most, and they often finish whatever projects they start. Because of this, they are more reliable, trustworthy, caring, and steadfast. They are better at sustaining what others have started rather than starting things themselves. None of that sounds like you to me. Really? I feel like I start a lot of projects. But you also finish them. Yeah, yeah. But you finish them at like a quick pace. Yeah, you think? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, you still got a job, and if you didn't, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, that's true. Your job. <laughs> Very and true. Considering you have just got rid of a load of physical objects, and we're like, oh, fuck all of this. And I mean, you definitely don't have a. Oh, oh no, it's the cat. Man, that cat is strong. Can <laughs> you get that door open? Um, I mean, considering you've been under one relationship your entire life, and it's always been pretty smooth. But that kind of lends itself to it. It's a, like, steadfast and steady, you know? But it also you have difficult relationships. Did it say that? Yeah. Oh, it said lesser evolved, Tori. I'm just obviously not a lesser evolved one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what did your son say? Am I still on my sun profile? Yeah, so sun That's profile so followed by, by your zodiac in sun. Your desire to build strong inner and outer foundations, but... At- at times, you may have the wish to retreat from society when life becomes too difficult. That is so <laughs> accurate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do hate everything. The influence of either or both parents is strong for good or otherwise. True. Oh. There's pride in the home, and that is where you want to shine and show, oh, show your creativity. 
that is where you can be the real you. You want to be the king of your castle, but just don't be too demanding at home. No one likes a dictator. Seems strange. As I don't have a home, I rent my room out my, of my mum. That is not accurate. Then you, do you fill it with the things you like? Kind of. I mean, the things I like are all over the house. They just all end up being shoved in my room because my mum gets annoyed. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. You're cute. Oh my god, I love you so much. <laughs> you know, he's looking for you. He normally doesn't like newish people. Maybe he reminds people. me of because I met him like the first day you had him. Oh yeah. And he's like, I knew this person. Anyway. Should we move on to the moon? Yeah, the moon is the best. I've always wanted to have sex with my man. <laughs> okay, that's so random. Like, if there was, like, a bubble field and, uh-huh. like, all gravity was normal, just imagining, like, licking someone out and just, like, kind of, like, standing up and then be like, hey, there's the Earth. <laughs> I'm literally making someone orgasm on top of the Earth. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> You're so random. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. The moon... Strong sense of family and home. Uh, so I've got the moon in the fourth house. Love of antiques. That's not true. Uh, perhaps grounds you to your roots. Security is very important to you, and you seem to get through your foundations and your home and your family and your parents. Okay. Uh, things collective serve as a reminder of the past of which you maybe try too hard to hold on to. See, I don't think this is me at all. Because yeah. I am very Spartan in what I have. Like, yeah. I, I do get rid of things. I have clear-outs often. It's not I, like we're surrounded by... No. Look at, look at all the antiquities. I mean, there are plants. There are many plants. Yeah, there are antiquities. Plants die. I mean, that's very true. They are alive and probably not the best of health. But, you know, I'm keeping them alive as such. But there are a lot of plants in here. But I wouldn't say they're antiquities. Or like no, they only live so long. No, exactly. And they don't live from the past. But anyway, so I have Moon in Sagittarius. I think I said this on the main podcast as well. You're independent, outspoken, and open and generous, enthusiastic, idealist, inspired, optimistic. And these qualities attract many friends and acquaintances, um, of which I wouldn't necessarily agree with either. <laughs> I mean, I do have a, a decent amount of friends and acquaintances, but I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm like all about people. Eh, more than me. Well, maybe not. I don't really know. It's gonna happen. I know, I opened the door for her. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you? What's your music? You're a dreamer and muse often about the higher aspects of life. Since you may or not be content with the way your life is currently going, you have the desire to search for fresh fields. Oh. This is actually obsessively accurate. Yeah, oh no. <laughs> This search may take you on many long travels, both physically and mentally. Security may be found in a religious or philosophical ideal. Your philosophy of life is what nurtures you and gives you security. You have a variety of interests in sports, hobbies, and studies. You make a stimulating teacher because of your personal interest in subjects that you teach. Mm. They are really a part of you, and that comes across to those who listen. You may have a precog- precognitive. Ah, sorry. You may have precognitive dreams. That's a hard word to say. Precognitive. Precognitive. Yeah, yeah that is a hard to explain. Yeah. Um, concerning vocate. 
Why is it you may have precognitive dreams, full stop, concerning vocation? Okay, well, yeah, no. <laughs> just not very well. <laughs> the emphasis is placed upon the higher mind, the dimension of philosophy, public mores, religion, law, or sharing the reasoning of the public. Issues regarding foreign travel, relocation, even citizenship change are important dimensions to consider in the quest for work conditions that will bring you past looks and sex. Wow, that's an <sighs> awful. Yeah, that applies, I think. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Mercury. I've got Mercury in the 10th health. Perhaps you will write or speak as a career. The teaching profession may hold promise for you, and you have the ability to communicate your ideas to others and to be recognised for them. Your manual dexterity and mental alertness may lead you to a field where this is a real necessity. You may have several jobs as you have a variety of talents, and there is a possibility for travel in your possession. I mean, that just all sounds good. This all sounds amazing, to be honest with you. I also have Mercury in Taurus, which is the same as my sun sign. Apparently, when you have one planet or one or more planets in the same star sign, it basically just strengthens that initial star sign, that, that, those initial properties of that star sign. Um, so, Mercury in Taurus. Your manner, of thought, your manner of thought and speech is slow and quiet and deliberate. I agree with that. I don't think... What do you think? You're such a quick talker. I mean, that's true. Actually. You're not that quiet. When I'm at work, that's definitely true. But maybe when outside of work, it's not. not yeah. Yeah, okay. So your manner, your manner of thought and speech is slow and quiet and deliberate. You may not change your mind quickly and see no reason to do so. You are determined, practical, methodical, and conservative. In most things you do, you have patience and the ability to stick with things until the end. You, have assim- you may assimilate material at a slower pace than others. But once a concept is learned, it is never forgotten. You hate being forced to rush into a decision or an action that's true. Um, especially if you have not been given the time to think about it all the way through and evaluate the practicals or practicalities of the situation. Once your mind is made up, that is it. It will take a lot to undo it. Perservation is one of your best traits and you enjoy sustaining what others have started, especially if you can see a tangible, practical result. The last half of that sounded about right. Yeah, I feel that that's like more like work-orientated yeah. for me and that kind of rings true, I guess. But then at the same time, it is one of those things where it's like, I, that feels like a very normal thing for a work person to want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's difficult. It's difficult. So what page were you on, 16? I was on 16. Uh, 14, sorry. 14, so my... But then it may be a page off because sometimes they're longer or shorter. So it's mercy. No, 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 this is the same one. Okay. Um, you are... So mine is Mercury in the third house. What was the third house? Um, Communication. Then... Is it coming? Oh, wow. Do you remember that? Or... No, it's not a book. Oh! <laughs> well done for reading. I did not. <laughs> so, in communication, I am a Mercury, and I am clever, alert, and adaptable, versatile, and studious. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. I am amazing, so thanks for that. <laughs> Mercury here stimulates the mind and the body. You can express your ideas fluently, and you have the ability to bring your ideas to completion. I would actually... I mean... I'm tooting my own horn, but... (laughs) 
You are apt to be jack of all trades. There may be there may be many short journeys. This is a good position for teachers, for those concerned with detailed work or work with computers. That's not. I can't. I'm not deep. It isn't all work with the computers. I'm also not a detailed person. <laughs> okay, maybe we can strike that like one off. The broader picture. Writing or speaking ability is present. I mean, I'm a good writer. I can write clearly, and I'm quite good at speaking. You're speaking on a podcast right now. Yeah, exactly. I'm amazing at it. So um, <laughs> please give us money. Um, but yeah, I'm very much not someone who's good with like the small details of things. It's very much. I mean, much like a, I'll think of the larger picture, mm. and I care about that. So, my Venus profile, my Venus profile is in a tent of house. Your pleasant disposition and harmonious nature makes you popular in your career with your world at large. Oh, with the world at large, people seem to want to do nice things for you, which can lead to laziness if you abuse this energy. Oh, I, I don't necessarily know if that's true or not, but. There we go. Um, um, yeah, what's yours? Venus profile, uh, you desire beautiful things. <laughs> no. <laughs> and a nice, rather luxurious sound. No. You have an artistic nature, yes, with a talent for making people welcome in your home. Oh, you do have people over a lot. Yeah, you do like to make us welcome as well when yeah. we're around. Entertaining at home gives you real pleasure. I do like having people over. There is a love of family and your God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tried to poison my mum today. The later part... <laughs> Of your life may be pleasant and comfortable. Nope. Although you may find the tendency to add weight in later life. No, I gained weight. Well, he doesn't say it says later life. I mean, it might be. How short? Later, later life, you know. How, I mean, I've already gained weight. Though. But you might lose it and then gain it again. I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm like going to die in like five years. And this oh, is wait, my later well, life. Let's, let's hope that that's not the, not the case. Uh, my Venus is in Taurus. Uh, in love affairs, you are generally loyal and steady. I guess that makes sense. Um, especially if your partner is demonstrative and affectionate. You are oriented towards the central side of life and everything you do may show through too much weight. And it may fruit, so show through too much weight. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> um, is it just like you're going to get fat? Yeah, but both of us said yeah. we're going to get fat. <laughs> um, you're tremendously responsive to beautiful and physical appearances. The physical attractiveness is your partner is something that's very important to you. Now, I, I disagree with this. Um, you enjoy indulging yourself in the one... You enjoy indulging yourself and the ones you love. It is too easy for you to be extravagant and perhaps put too much value in material things. I Yeah, I, I see that, I guess. But um, but again, like I don't necessarily think that I'm a particularly romantic person so I'm not necessarily I've also like I said in the, like before again and again I really don't see you as materialistic it's weird no um, I guess I don't I mean I don't like like material things like designer handbags and what yeah. have you but I do I do like having a good thing you know if a thing is worth having it's worth having a good thing you know yeah. like I'm not gonna that's it's... just good sense though yeah I guess so <laughs> it's like the whole, like, uh... that's very Taurus of me <laughs> Terry Pratchett thing where it's like going on about shoes. Oh yeah, and you can buy a oh, what was it? You can buy a rubbish pair of boots for ten dollars. And then you have to every replace year. it a hundred times, or you can buy a good pair for a hundred dollars and then have it. to replace it. But there's also a whole economical thing about this is why poor people get poor and rich people get more and more. Yes, rich and there was a lot more. Capitalism is evil, but exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I, do, I, I guess that's where, when it says material, that's what I'm thinking is that it is like, if I'm buying a microphone, I want it to be a good microphone and I'll yeah. spend fucking days researching the best microphone. So um, hopefully one day we'll have amazing sound on our podcast. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Mars in eighth house, there may be energy, desire and enthusiasm for research, for getting to the heart of things and for playing detective and uncovering secrets. There may be financial problems, probably through a partner, in order to de-emphasize the importance of money. There may be financial benefit through marriage or inheritance. There is a need to share willingly of personal resources in any cooperative relationship. You must learn to control your desires, passions, and your lower nature. There may be interest in healing or surgery. So that's if Mars is in the eighth house. Yeah, so Mars is in your eighth house. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What's your what's your star sign with Mars? Right, Mars in Gemini. Um, mentally and physically, you are the busy little bee. No, never. <laughs> you are constantly in motion. It's like this doesn't know me at all. With many and various activities, usually several at a time. You are happiest when busy and you hate boredom. Your mind... uh, you like doing things. Like, you like consuming media at all points of the day. Yeah, but that's not being busy. That's literally sitting down and being like, I'm going to do nothing but do this. <laughs> you absorb knowledge like a sponge and you will debate and argue with anyone who wants a mental sparring. I guess that's kind of true. Mental sparring match. A great deal of nervous tension or anxiety can exist with this position and it is important that you get regular exercise to release stress. You talk with your hands and you may be ambidextrous and have mechanical ability. No, this I'm paraphrasing mine if it helps. Yeah, I think I need to. I should have read some of this before. Wow, yours is long as well. I feel like mine's not that long. Um, Matching wits with someone else really brings out your inner competitor. Your drive and energy is more mental than physical. Yeah. That makes sense. You use your wit, intelligence, communication skills and social social sophistication and awareness to achieve your goals through sarcasm and humour. You need to learn how to conserve energy so you don't burn out and conf- out and concentration so you complete projects. I guess some of that makes sense. And carry through. Because hmm. I do burn out on projects a lot. That's funny because that's kind of what mine says almost as well. Surprised you managed to keep the podcast going. Yeah. Hey, we're on episode three point yeah. something now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's not quite cause to celebrate yet. Yeah, we're getting there. Let me get to ten. My Mars profile is in the ninth house. Your mind is enthusiastic but restless. You are independent in thought. Your religious zeal might must be watched so that it doesn't turn into fascination. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, not that I really have religious zeal, but um, but you I get, get really into tarot cards. I do like tarot cards. That's very true, and I guess that's kind of to do with this podcast, isn't it? Like, yeah. I guess it's it's it is a form of religion. We are diving into something that could be seen as more of a religion. Um, you have strong opinions that are happy to tell anyone who they are, who whoever will listen what they are. I'm not sure that's true, actually, because I feel like I don't like entering into, like, politics about stuff. Not necessarily no. politics, but, like, you know, if I say, like, oh, I agree with this, they might be like, well, I disagree. And I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> I don't want to have this conversation. I'm very non-conflictory. Um, you have a strong desire to travel, not necessarily physically, but mentally. That's weird. I don't know what that means. Well, it's like the whole like magic thing that you can like travel mentally. Yeah, from like like astral projections. Yeah. Like... Or maybe it just means like fathering your mind and like. Oh, um, I guess so. Yeah, I can see that. 
Um, you have a liberal, broad and progressive philosophy about life and do not want anyone else imposing their beliefs on you. Yeah, I guess I guess I can see that, actually. Just being middle class in the South. I mean, that's very true, actually. Also true. <laughs> you are, um, my Mars is an Aries. You are aggressive, pioneering, adventurous and always on the outlook to start new projects. I do like new projects. You hate restraint and don't like being told something or how to do it. Mm, I guess so. You want to lead, not follow. I don't, I just... I don't know about that one. I don't like necessarily leading people, but I don't like following them either. I yeah, like to I'm do my own thing. Yeah. Um, at times, you can be headstrong, impulsive, and impatient. Waiting is not something that appeals to you. You go after what you want with great zeal, and you do not take no for an answer. You are competitive, and ever anything that allows you to test or prove yourself. Um, I'm not really competitive. No, I, I'm not saying I don't have strong vibe from this one. You may be prone to accidents due to your haste. You need to learn to stick to a project until it's finished before rushing off into a new endeavor. That's one that strongly resonates with me. So I don't know. I'm having a lot of um, I'm having a lot of you know conflict on this one because I feel like some of it is definitely not me and some of it really is me. I feel like the stuff that is people is so universal mm. that everyone would be like, "Yep, yeah, that makes sense." I like, guess so. The idea of people not finishing projects—it's not like that's an uncommon problem. But I do start a lot of projects. <laughs> I do have like many, many unfinished like folders in my um, computer, but then maybe everyone does. I don't know. Maybe I'm not unique. No, I don't think so. <laughs> on that one aspect. Sorry? On that aspect, like no one's unique, I don't think. Like yeah. I think so many people are like, I'm going to do this and they get really excited then. They're like, finish it. yeah. run out of steam. Uh, Jupiter profile, what's yours? Uh, this position may bring opportunity and expansion as well as success and honour to you. What house is it? Sorry. Jupiter in the 10th house. Oh, right, okay. Um, sorry. Um, much of the reason is your congenial and generous nature. You have a magnetic personality and people sense you will not let them down. Hmm. No. Many opportunities will arise which are benefit to you and to society as a whole. There's a strength and sense of responsibility towards your career and your personal achievement. No. <laughs> you have the ability to get others to believe in your expansion-orientated, long-range plans, dreams, and visions. Also, no. Uh, Jupiter in Leo. You're generous, kind, compassionate, and altruistic. You have organizing and executive abilities and crave positions of trust and responsibility. No. <laughs> God, no. Never being content to simply follow. You have an abundance of energy and a strong constitution. You're, you love anything that tends to uplift society. On the negative side, though, you can become cruel, sensual, egotistical, ostentatious, abnormally fond of pleasure and subject lost to speculation and gambling. I don't think any of this really... I feel like that o- that also last one is quite a generic statement because there's so many descriptive words in there. Yeah. And I feel like that that's one of the ones that makes me go like, I feel like this could be a lot of people. Also, how is sensual? Which I am never. But how is that a negative? I like, guess if you're too obsessed with it. It's not even sexual, it's sensual. It's sensual, like yeah. Like you lighting it. candles before sex. <laughs> Sen- sensing things. Yeah, I don't understand how that could be a negative as well. Actually. You need to be admired for your generosity and warm-heartedness to all. Do want to be a cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jupiter in the first house. You're generous, optimistic, cheerful, confident, well-intentioned and good with a good vitality, you probably like outdoor sports and are good at them. That's definitely no. Displacement brings many opportunities for personal growth and expansion, including a, pot- a potential weight problem. Oh my God, it just keeps going. <laughs> it's fat shaming me. God damn it. 
Um, do you think she just looked at like Facebook pictures and then like went back to when you were kind of overweight? I don't know. Just gonna stick that in there at every chance. Uh, Jupiter in Virgo, you have a cautious intellectual, analytical and practical nature with an uncanny ability to sift the wheat from the chaff and determine essential from non-essential and the truth from fiction. Your judgment is usually excellent and this house brings success into your business or work life. You have strong desire to expand your field of knowledge and develop a technical skill. On the negative side, you can at times be cynical carping critical mis- mistrusting of others and there can be times when you get lost in a detail and lose the bigger picture i actually oh there may be a dislike for exercise they're really going after me on this one <laughs> um apart from that one dislike of exercise um because i fucking love exercising like i go running pretty much every day um jupiter um in virgo i feel like that is very much me i actually i feel like pretty much everything in there is true Puffin dislike for that guys. Like, what the fuck, man? Sully <laughs> and Jupiter's in Virgo, though. So, like, Sully, that's only you when the constellations are at a certain point. No, so if or you am I misremembering, so if you go oh, to oh, I remember. Like, yeah, like so if we go to here, the the star signs are around the edge, right. and these are the planets that were in orbit at when the time. Born, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, so I don't know which one is Jupiter, but say like that one is. So, which one is that in? Um... Virgo. So it's there. Yeah, so my Jupiter is in that section there yeah. of Virgo. So that's what that means. I feel like there's so much, like, in each single one of these, there's so many contradictory ones from the other one. Yes. Like, you're just like, you're just, this is such a broad canvas. It's very broad. Anyone could see themselves in it. Yeah, I felt like we went after astrology quite harshly in in the main episode, but I by the same, we went after it harshly. It, yeah, every time I look at it, I'm very much like. I mean, I understand the thing about astrology, um, is that I feel that we could actually, you could learn stuff about yourself, and you could potentially use this particular profile, say my Jupiter in Virgo, to sort of understand that about me and look at myself from outside the box and, and evaluate it from a different perspective. But by the same token, yeah, like you said, so much of it is conflicting that it's difficult almost to know which part of it to work on if you were using it in that way. And to try and diagnose somebody else, you know, that seems even harder because you don't even get to assess these things about from within. You're assessing from an external point of view. So from that perspective, I feel that this is even harder to do. I think it's interesting if not accurate as a tool of self-realization. Like, if you don't, it's hard to, I find it hard to know myself. And I find like when it's telling me what I am and what I'm not, it's almost like helps me get to know what I think I am mm. better um, and what like kind of clicks with me. Which in a way is a kind of a form, a tool to help, yeah. isn't it? Which I, I do think helps, but when you're doing this and you're like, if someone took this like 100, like say everyone, like there's so many women on Tinder, and I said this last time, um, who are like, if you're not into astrology, I don't want to know you, or I'm massively into astrology, and you know, I'll learn so much about you from when you were born. So if I was like, right, I did a whole podcast on astrology, here's my astrology chart on the mm. first day, go home and study it and decide if you want to get to know me. Like, they would have no clearer idea of who I am, or what to picture from this than they would if they just went on a date because like you couldn't read this and get like a sense of a whole human being because like 
It's so fragmented. Yeah, and because, it's like, so you're... all over the place. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure they call me lazy, ambitious, unambitious, lazy, um, <laughs> super ambitious, super energetic. Fat, fat, fat. A lot fat. <laughs> and you're like, not a, like, I can't be all these things. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And also, so many of them have like, you're this, 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 and this. And, and like, you, you might see two or three out of there. You're like, yeah, spot on. But the other ones might be ones you disregard. But if someone was looking at this saying, you're all eight of these things, then it's like, well, that's not true because I know I'm not all eight of these things. And um, if someone was going to assume that you were, then I feel that that would be a, a not a great picture of yourself because that's yes. not true. Like they would think, according to this, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, no, it's that's impossible it. It's to keep all of this in your head. <laughs> I guess if you if if that person wanted like a specific part, like they wanted to look at say Venus to see how you were in a relationship, or they wanted to look at your moon to see how you in uh, intuitively treated situations, then that might give them a clearer picture, I suppose. But again, you have you have to trust it full full heartedly you know yeah. you can't go into it going like oh some of this may or may not be true which is kind of how we're taking it but if someone was super into it to the point of they would disregard you know um the truth of who you actually were without getting to know you yeah i, I doubt that they i mean that seems far-fetched like who who would do that these days who, who would like look at your birth chart and be like no thank you rather than actually talking to an, another person. That... I think that's almost less far-fetched these days. Do you think? Like, with, like, online dating, there's so much these, like, options out there. I feel like people don't take the time. It's just like, well, I can look at you, but, like, it'd be a really good way of just being like, nah, don't even have to talk anymore. Just look at the first <laughs> figure this out about them, and then I can move on and not, and, like, you don't have to do a conversation, which, you know, is exhausting. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess so, yeah. God, so bleak, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to give it a rest for the rest of this birth chart? Because I feel like there's so much in here. There's pages and pages and pages we, which we haven't even begun to maybe like. Maybe this can be an ongoing in. project. Maybe we can just end it there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I will happily look at this later, um, but I don't think everyone needs to know the rest of my planets and houses and what else is in here? Third house cusp, Libra in the third house cusp. God, there is so much in here. But Did I kind you... of think this has been a good process because I think if they want, like, listeners wanted to get to know us a little bit better and what we think of ourselves and how we react to certain things, mm. then they can definitely listen to this episode and be like, right, I have a good idea of who's speaking to me. Maybe it's, it's fat people. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> God, it went. It really went on at one, didn't it? It really went on. Going well, that like, you're overweight. Fat. I am, but it's only. It's only right on the one one extent. Well, I'm technically overweight. Yeah, yeah but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so fuck bath charts for calling me that <laughs> is my point. Thank you for listening, everybody. I have been Kaz. And I've been Matt. See you next time on Journey Into the Strange. Goodbye.